All right. Well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal podcast. Uh, once again, Temporal Eternal is all about having eternity in the forefront of your your mind, your priorities, um, every aspect of your life, family, uh, friends, work, church, all of those things. And uh, super excited to have Matt back. Uh, we had a few episodes without Matt just because of scheduling conflicts, as well as there was a couple weeks in a row where he was having like Wi-Fi issues consistently. So Matt, how are you, my as friend? We, as we just had a Wi-Fi issue that we had to fix. <laughs> we did. We did. Ah. Like, as soon as you said that, I was like, and if you can't see me right now, I'm talking it's great. Just keep going with it. But then I couldn't hear you. Bro, you're frozen. I was like, there's no sticking away. So we're going to try to get through this podcast with Matt. Uh, Brennan uh, was not able to make it this time around. I was so excited because I was like, oh, man, like, because we haven't had one with all three of us in like, I don't know, at least a month, I feel we like. have to do one while you're here in person. You we'll came see. to Cincinnati, but we had COVID problems. Yeah. We couldn't meet for the first time. You were drove by my house, basically. On wait, the highway. Wait, way from the highway. We'll see what happens. I should have. You should have let me know, and I would have went to the overpass and waved to you as you drove by. <laughs> so, uh, to so to today, we're going to be talking about um, a really awesome topic that um, I've always had a passion about, and um, and I've kind of like really swung different ways when I was early in the faith. I was super, super into this. And then as I grew older, I was like, whoa, there's like a little bit of an imbalance. So we're going to be talking about serving, servanthood, um, and especially, uh, you know, serving this world, but serving your local church. Uh, And here's why we're talking about it, because I believe that a lot of times people swing one way or the other. They either swing to the extreme that uh, they serve all the time and there's not um, balance. And then maybe it's actually affecting their family or uh, their prayer life because they're just so busy serving, or they swing the opposite way where they don't serve at all. They don't volunteer. They don't help their local church. Typically, the rule is about 20% of uh, members of the church are the ones who serve, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, and so, which is really staggering, which kind of makes me go like, man, what kind of impact could the church as a whole have if that number was closer to 60%, 80%. So a couple uh, scriptures just to, to touch on, um, you know, obviously, you know, a, a really popular scripture uh, from Jesus speaking in Luke 22, um, it says, for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Uh, there's that picture of Jesus with his disciples and he decides to, uh, uh, wash their feet in a act of service, right? And he and he and he talks to his disciples. We have a couple different, you know, areas where you just see Jesus serving others, but then also like um, in the scripture where, um, you know, he he's talking about you know service and stuff like that. You know, disciples are, um, you know, talking about who's the greatest, right? And Jesus is like, hey, like like it's it's all about serving serving one another, right? And then um, in the early church of in the um, early church in the book of acts um this is in acts 2 verses uh 42 um to 47 that says they devoted themselves this is all like the early church to the apostles teaching and to fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer everyone's filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles all the believers were together and had everything in common they sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need 
Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying enjoying the favor of all of all the people. And the Lord added to their numbers daily those who were being saved. So there's a couple principles, right? Like A, Jesus you know, was the first one to serve, right? He served um, the disciples. He served all of us by dying on the cross for our sins. Um, there, And then there's the other principle of just looking at church and the early church straight after uh, Jesus ascended into heaven and the disciples, you know, proclaimed the gospel, the good news, um, that they served one another. And so, you know, I, I want to start out, you know, just by kind of hearing maybe what, you know, before we talk about, because I really do want to hit— um, pretty quick here, the extremes of like over-serving and under-serving that, but like, I would just love to hear your heart about serving and, and what that means to you. So when it comes to serving, I have, uh, I'm on a certain edge of like, I was doing way too much. So, you know, I, I mean, I grew up in the church, grew up as a kid's pastor. So I'm a PK, so pastor's kid. And you know, we were there every day, almost doing something at the church, and I, I wasn't getting paid for it. I think my dad was like, I think my dad was like, getting paid like maybe two hundred bucks a month. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't even know how much he was getting paid, like because that was before my time of even caring about pay and all that. So yeah. it was like, I was going there, and I, I just grew up never. Com- learning not to complain about it. You know, hmm. my dad always taught me to always be thankful for what we've got mm-hmm. and to give back as much as we can. So I never looked at serving as a chore or anything like, or anything like that, but I definitely did have times where I didn't want to do it. I mean, I was a yeah, kid. For sure. So, and then I grew up um, just like through high school, I was, in the youth group and stuff. And my brother was a youth pastor. Uh, my dad was the, ended up being the pastor. And it was just where there was an expectation on me that mm-hmm. I was there to serve and do stuff. So um, when it comes to serving, I just feel like it's very important before I get to that. I just want to say, the community aspect of things is where it really starts kicking in. Mm-hmm. I've really recently seen that lately. Um, I've never really dove into it because I was very, um, I wasn't so worried about the whole community. At the, when I was younger, I was worried more about the young kids, the youth, the youth and everything like that. Yeah. So like, once I started seeing the impact people have at an older age of a church, it's really opened my mind of how we need to build the community that we're out in there, out there serving the community, giving back to people as much as we can at no, no matter what cost that was huge to me is the fact that people need it and they accept it way more than we think. Yeah. Uh, sure. that, that really opened my eyes is that's just one like, going out in the community and building but even there's all there's so many ways of like serving and in, in the church there's, there's so many ways i can't even start to name like i think i'd go off and do 100 of them if i wanted yeah. to no for sure and so, i think i think at the end we'll for sure close with um you know different ways that you can you can serve the church you know 
different ways. Yeah, I mean, it's I, – I struggle a lot with it because I see how people want to serve, but then I see people that don't want – they want to serve, but they don't have time to serve, right? Mm-hmm. They, they want their own home time, right? Like Because some people might work 50, 60 hours a week, and then they want to come home and relax with the family. So it's I see both sides of it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive right into that. So, you know, for me, um, I grew up in the church um, and, you know, I was I was pretty much my I was raised in a Christian family. But really, uh, once I was 18, started truly following the Lord. Um, And so when I was involved in master's commission and, and ministry, both part time and full time, like serving was definitely an expectation, but it was something that I, I cared about. That was something that I recognized that I had a joy to serve. Um, mm-hmm. it, it got a little imbalanced when uh, I began to be uh, fulfilled by being a people pleaser. And so I, I was, you know, serving others and serving the church. And then I was kind of like missing the perspective of like, no, no, like it's, yes, we're serving others, but it's, it's out of the abundance right it's it's out of our relationship with jesus right and so that's something we have to to be aware of um and then i kind of overserved, and it was it was like almost too much and that i didn't have balance at home balance with my energy balance with my my quiet time so let's 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 tackle that right now so let's talk about um over serving because then that way when you know for those who'd be like I feel attacked when you're underserving like you can go okay well I guess there's both sides to it so overserving um I I really believe uh you know what what you say I just, you you made me laugh at that oh, I feel attacked I feel attacked um that's our new phrase there uh, I feel but um you know Mary we we talked we've talked about this with in a couple of different episodes but like the Mary and Martha right like these two sisters they invite Jesus and the disciples and um, Martha's serving and Mary's just hanging out with Jesus and Jesus says, hey, this was greater, right? So there is examples of intimacy with God, you know, A, being the number one priority um, and that working for God doesn't always mean intimacy with Christ, right? And that and we have to have that understanding in that we, we live in a we we live in in grace of Jesus. We are a faith that is grace based and not works based. Now works, it comes out of our relationship with Jesus, but that we are not working for salvation. But faith uh, faith without works is dead as well. So there's like this, you know, there's this kind of fine line uh, between those things. But the the whole point of this is like, hey, you know, I would say this. I'd say, man. How much are you serving? Has God called you to serve there? I'm a, I'm a big believer in uh, sometimes we're like, well, I, you know, if I'm not there, what's going to happen? You know what I've seen more times than not? Uh, if God's called you not to do something and there's a hole, either it's not that big of a deal or he's going fill to it, fill it with somebody else. And sometimes... Uh, a person won't step into it. That's huge right there. That's huge. Yeah. Well, because a, a lot of times somebody won't step into it because there's not that open opportunity, so they don't know. But a lot of times I've seen, man, you you move and God goes, hey, like I've been doing this for, you know, forever w- with or without you, you know. So, yes, I, I love you and I, I choose to use you, but you're not Jesus. Like I, I can use others. And so I think, I think kind of, you know, you know, having that humility to go like, okay, it's not the end of the world if I'm not doing everything, 
But then also I truly believe in like, what are you called to do? You know, how are you wired? What are your giftings? What's God called you calling you to do in this season? Right? Like what what does that look like? And serve at it with all your heart. And instead of like, oh, I'm just gonna do every single thing. No, like how about you give your full energy to kids ministry instead of greeting and instead of youth and young adults and instead of ushering? Like how about you just like have one or two things that you are excellent at and you can give your whole heart to? Not to say you can't do a bunch of stuff, but also like you have to have balance. I mean, what are your thoughts, Matt? <laughs> I was one of the ones that was guilty for over-serving because mm-hmm. what you were saying was there could have been someone behind you that was waiting for their opportunity and you were holding up their opportunity. And, you know, that's big. I've seen that a lot lately in a lot of churches. A lot of there's older, uh, I'm not, I mean, there's older people that feel like they need to stay there and they just need to keep serving, right? Because it's what they're there to do. Um, But I think there's an opportunity there for them to step aside and let them be on the side and let them coach the other person and let them grow and let them be able to learn from that experience of serving in certain ways. So it's, there's a way you can do it. You can step, you can step away and watch other people, but that's also a time for you to relax and you to be served. Sometimes we need to be served ourselves. Yeah. It's not like we are always having to be serving. Like I, I, I need to go to church sometimes that where I'm not serving, you know, I need to go to church somewhere else just Mm -hmm. so I can get filled up. Yeah. So it's not like you have to always be serving. So like, for example, we're getting ready to implement at our church, um, like a a biweekly thing to where someone, someone's not serving every week. They, they have the time where they can sit back and relax and, you know, so I totally am right there with you. Um, Sometimes people overserve and they wear themselves out and then they slide out of church slowly mm-hmm. and that can be very dangerous. So No, for sure. And you know, like like you were saying too, it's just there's a lot of different ways you can approach it, right? And you know, be honest with your leadership, you know, if if you're at a at a local church and you feel like, well, maybe and you know, also always look for a replacement. Like who are you discipling to to, you know, step in with you? Who can you, you know, co lead with? And I, I truly believe that, you know, God calls us to do things. Um now let let's go let's go to underserving, right? So we well, said no, do we attack the over serving enough? Do we I think so. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean if you are um, let me just say this. If you are over serving, sit back and reevaluate what you're doing. <laughs> If you're trying to hold too many seats in the church, reevaluate what you're doing and let other people be in charge because that's all those different minds might be able to help. So and and I would and I'll say this just because I think the reevaluations are, are just kind of the reflection, like Matt's saying. I would just check your heart, right, and just go, mm-hmm. "Why am I serving this much? Is it because God's called me, or is it because I I feel bad, or is it because yeah. I am?" compensating for something else going on in my life instead of me facing those things or going through those things I try to serve to make myself feel better and so uh yeah just just check your heart just and then again communicate to leadership you know so um yeah and we'll go we'll kind of touch on some different ways also to approach it but um under serving right uh this is something I think is a really big deal because you know you look at the early church Matt and 
they served one another. They sold their belongings, right? I'm a mm-hmm. firm believer in in giving. You know, there's there's some debate about is the the tithe is ten percent biblical, and I would I would venture to say when you look at just the openness of the early church, and then also when you look at Jesus, and you know where how he handles a rich young ruler, and how Jesus is like, hey man, like all of your, you know, all of your life. Like I, I'd venture to say, Hey, like all of my finances are the Lord's like everything. It's, you know, beyond a 10%. Now do we, we give a traditional 10% tithe, me and my wife, but beyond that, like, like there, God's called us to participate in his work. And a lot yeah. of the, the, lot of, you know, some of the work is finances. Some of the work is our time and our energy. Um, and so, that is is it's just super important and and a lot of times it's a couple things it's have we scheduled our life so busy like you were saying earlier matt because i get it that you just are like oh sorry i can't do it and you know is there any type of way that we can reduce our time or is there a season you're like okay you know during this season i got all our kids are in sports okay but can you can you do something during the summer you know can you can you do something once a quarter? Can you um, help clean the church? You know, like, you know, can you, can you do different, you know, it could be anything, you know, you, you'd be surprised. Um, what my mom has, I always talk about my mom. She has like a card ministry she's been doing for years. And, um, you know, she sends cards to people who are in the hospital and, and, awesome. and, and people for holidays. And that's just like her ministry, right. And her thing that God's kind of put on her heart. And so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could be, it could There's be so many different ways. It could be anything. And so, I think, I think that's some of it. And then, you know, don't, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone a little bit, because that's sometimes why people don't. Like, I don't know if I want to agree. I get it, bro. But just, just do it. Who cares? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's. There, there's, there's so much I could say to this. Um, one thing that I've really learned lately is there's different types of people. So everybody's different. There's a lot of people in this world are homebodies. They don't like to leave their house. Yeah. So, I mean, that if you're a homebody, that's great. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and, but there's, I, that's what I hate being at home. So I'm, I like always like being out I, mm-hmm. outside doing something, doing something here, doing something there, driving somewhere to do something. I'm always out. So I, I feel like I need to move, 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 move. There's some people that are real content with just sitting and doing nothing. And, you know, that's okay. But when it's time to serve God, sometimes you just got to step up and do it. Um, it's. I've been in this boat a little tighter than I would have liked to um, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And it really held me back in my relationship with God um, because that's not who I am. Right? What held you, what held you back? Um, like just people not being people being homebodies and then stuff like that. So it's, I can't really go into it too much, but um, it's, it was holding me back from serving the way I needed to. You know, so there was a point where I was over serving, right? And then there was a time where I was barely serving Mm -hmm. and that, and that hurt my relationship big time with God. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that just because I was serving, I was right with God, but I was serving 
at times where I wasn't right with God. And that's when I had to step away. So, and then I saw that and I had to fix myself. Sometimes it's okay not to serve because you have to fix yourself. Yeah. And, oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and that's recognizing the season you're in too. Like if God has yeah. a work to do, like we stepped out of ministry and we didn't serve for at least 12 months, you know, I mean, it's during COVID too. So it's kind of crazy, but like, like we, you know, we didn't volunteer cause we were like, okay, we're just going to be, and we're going to rest and we're just going to be obedient to what God's telling us until he t- tells us to step into things, you know? Right. No. Yeah. I mean, like I, I've recently started getting back into serving. I had to step away because of the divorce and I felt like I needed to step away and I was asked to step away. That way I could get things going in my life and get myself right get my mm-hmm. relationship right. Yeah. And, you know, there's times where it's okay to do that. You just need to let leadership know. Um, sometimes let them know so they can be with you through that walk. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to serving, it's still good to do something. So you can be reaching out to somebody saying, hey, I missed you at church. That's that's a, that's being a servant. You're serving at that point. But um there's just different ways that hundred percent that no, I mean, like, even that, like, I, th- I think you're spot on like, Hey, it doesn't mean you have to be on planning center on type of, on some type of scheduled service. Like you could literally just be like, Hey, from your seat, are you going to greet two or three people where you're at? You know, like that, that serving, here's a picture that kind of just, I feel like the Holy Spirit just put, um, on my heart as you were talking about like kind of over serving and underserving and other people maybe being home buddies and some people not serving. If you imagine, and I don't know why this was the picture, but I guess this is it. If you imagine a fridge and we're carrying a fridge sideways and there's like four of us, right. And mm-hmm. we're, we're carrying it. Okay. Yeah. It's, 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 it's heavy. The fridge is sideways. The fridge is sideways. So it's like laying down. Laying down okay. just to make it long ways there. Okay, I didn't know and, if you meant like sideways, as in like the doors are on the sides. And nah, no, no, it's it's, it's 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 laying sideways. All right. Okay, just I got give you. Give you give you a little image here. Doors are on the top, so it's not flipping open. Just just for Matthew's well, sake, he, he needed to know. Matt needed to know that we were carrying it the right way. <laughs> so it could be a couch, for goodness sakes. Okay, but if you have four people, right, and just carrying it, not moving it, just carrying it. Yeah, there's some weight. If I add two more people, uh, the weight's not as not as bad. If I if I had two more people and now we have eight people, if I have ten or twelve people carrying this couch, just lit like holding it or holding the fridge, you're now distributing the weight amongst more people. So overall, the weight is not heavy for anybody because it's like, well, I, now I'm only carrying ten of these pounds instead of fifty. Or now I'm only carrying five. And so that's really how we how we should look at things sometimes is you go like, hey, if there's enough of us that pitch in, it's really not that much. It really it really isn't. It, it can be, uh, you know, distributed well. It can be something that, you know, is not a big thing. The, the last thing I say before I really want to, you know, just hit on the benefits of serving because I think we have a lot of great, you know, mentalities towards it. Um, and this is kind of, circling back to my to my mom with the card ministry uh pastor marty the pastor that is uh where we go he's a he's a kind of the lead pastor if you will he he really talks and and really looks at who's in his church and really challenges people to like hey if god puts something on your heart 
do it. And so sometimes the with your skill set, like you might be somebody who's in construction. You might be somebody who's a painter. You might be somebody who's a barber. You know, and and so with whatever your gifting is or with whatever your skills are, how can you use it for the church? In recent years, I've gained uh, experience in website design, social media marketing, and marketing. So I helped my church with those things. I audited their website. I gave them a bunch of strategies about social media. That to me was like, it wasn't strenuous because I know that I, I can, I can, that can come like from nowhere and I can, you know, effortlessly help them because that is a skill set I have that I have developed. And it's not a big deal versus like if you were going to ask me to be on the worship team, like people would leave the church. Right. So I like I know my lane. Right. And my you know, and so I go, OK, here's here's how I can help the church. Here's how I can help support my pastors. Right. I can, I can picture Donald up there. singing. Oh, bro. <laughs> I, I always say I'm a worshiper, not a singer. But um, amen. <laughs> hallelujah. But I, I think that's also I think sometimes uh People don't like to get involved in serving because they go, well, I don't know where I fit in. And to be honest with you, you might not. Do I think anybody can greet and open the door and pass a plate? Yes, uh, I do. I, I, you I, know, don't think, I don't think so. I, I think I think everybody there, well, can. Anybody can do it, but there is right and wrong people to do Correct. it. Correct. I mean, you got to learn how to smile. I get what you're saying. I understand. <laughs> I understand. They, they can't be a grouch. But my point is, too— don't feel so intimidated or boxed in that you go, hey, talk to your leadership, like Matt said, and go, hey, like this is my skill set. This is my heart. How can I use this to serve the church? When we were at uh, Christian Hills where Brennan goes, there was a guy that came and he was talking about his story. And he um, early on learned how to do tech and sound and audio. And he began to, um, while still in part-time or, or full-time vocational ministry, he was doing like like big concerts for like um metal bands and rock bands in the 80s and stuff like that and uh i mean huge huge venues like you know 20 10 20 30,000 and and he began to use that skill to help churches with it and now he's going to africa several times a year because he was asked by uh churches and schools in africa hey can you like can you get our stuff in a little bit of a better? And he's doing that, and he's sharing this story. Just a couple weeks ago, I heard it. And so this is a guy that took his his gift, his skill, his experience, and using it for the church. So that's something that I would I would challenge you guys with is just pray about it. Think about, man, like what could you do? Could you write cards to people? Could you visit people in the hospital? Yeah, could you help with something on Sunday morning? Could you help with a small group on Wednesday night? Could you do a home group? You know, could you, you know, whatever, whatever that is. Or, hey, like— I have a heart for orphans. Okay, pastor, can I get a group of people to do this? Or I, I want to help some widows. So, okay, let's let's go help the elderly and help do yard work and help. Uh, I've seen that plenty of times. So let's go paint the house. Let's go help them clean up and, and organize some people. There's tons of different things. Do something you're passionate about. 100%. I mean, because passion is the biggest thing that drives everything. It drives you. And yeah. I mean, we can, we can lead that into the next roundabout if you want but yeah i mean that i mean it helps you discover your purpose and then it helps you feel makes you feel fulfilled i mean totally totally i remember like my top so the top two ways i believe that you can you know discover your your purpose and calling right is of course you you pray and your quiet time the holy spirit kind of gives you revelation shows you that the second way that i've experienced 
is when I would be on the streets of downtown Dallas, Texas, praying for a homeless person or talking to them. And I felt the love of Jesus mm -hmm. for them. And I go like, Oh God, you've created me to love people like this. Like you've created me yeah. to do this. And, and I, I found that out by doing it, by experiencing it, by doing different ministries, by interacting with different people and realizing how I'm wired by how God uses me. Yep. Oh yeah. What, what are some other, what are some other, cause I, I know we're kind of getting near our, our time for today. So what, what are some other benefits that you would say, Matt, of serving? Like, what are some things I know you had a few, we can kind of rattle off of like why, why it's good to serve. So here I got, I got 10 of them real quick. Um, All right. Let's talk about it grows your relationship with God. Uh -huh. Yep. And your church. I'll get to that in a second. Helps you discover your purpose mm -hmm. helps, because we all have a purpose in God's eyes. Sometimes we have, we need help finding it. Yeah. And the serving puts you in a spot to find that usually. So, um, makes you feel fulfilled, which we just discussed. And then let me, uh, throw this in there. It you uses the talents God gave you. Hmm. So God gave you that passion. He gave you those talents to use. So Donald, you're a saying, he gave you those talents of, doing the website audit, website design, and help the church. Yeah. You enjoy doing that, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that <clears throat> makes you probably feel fulfilled that, I, oh, I could help the church reach this amount of people, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, me and you know that. We can get too nerdy about that, but, you know. Um, so, I mean, and then you follow the Jesus example. Jesus is our example, right? So we got to follow that. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the server. We got to serve with Jesus. So that is one benefit of serving is we're following what Jesus wants us to do. Yeah. And a lot of people think that you're just serving for the church. No, you're serving for Jesus and God. Yeah. I mean, God, you got to stop thinking it's for the church. It's for God mm -hmm. because that's our ultimate goal. And that leads us in the next spot. What is your church's mission? Usually it helps fulfill the church mission. It helps you also understand what the church mission is because a lot of times you go to a church, you might not know what the mission is, but once you start serving and diving into the servant hood of the church, you find out what the mission is and what the goals are of the church. Mm -hmm. So if people don't know what a mission is of a church, it's your goal, the church goals, basically. Yeah. What, what the church wants to do for the people who come in the doors uh, to grow, develop, and then what they want to do in their community. That's typically, uh, you know, yeah. is connecting with God in some way, what what God's called that church to do discipleship-wise, and then also outreach-wise, what he wants to do where they're located. Yep. And then, okay, and then next, serving helps you build relationships, mm -hmm. uh, not only with yours with God, but with the community. Big thing. We, and we, we talked about this a few a few episodes ago about church shopping. I, you know, I've realized mm -hmm. it too, not being when we kind of came here. Okay, now I'm not on staff. I'm not introduced on stage, right? And so for a lot of people, they have problems uh, plugging in. And really, you know, it's like for a lot of you who are listening, you're an adult, right? Like like I, I'm, I'm not going to make friends for you. Like you, you got to put yourself out there a little bit. And the best way to do it is get into a small group. Get into a, you know a, a home group and serve, serve with people, serve in a ministry, get to know people, connect. It forces you to connect with people, and even if you're a home, but I'm a, I'm an extrovert, but I'm a home buddy, and it forces you to you know put yourself out there. So hundred percent. Yep, and it helps you feel 
um, like you have someone to go to. Because mm-hmm. we all need someone to go to that's not a pastor because sometimes a pastor can be intimidating, right? Yeah, or so, busy, you know? I mean, busy. like, yeah. Yeah, because so that's huge. And then not only it fulfills you, but it feels good to give back, right? Mm-hmm. We're giving back to the community. We're giving back to the church, giving back to our friends and family. It feels good to do that. I mean, yeah. I'm a gift giver, right? So I like receiving gifts, but I love giving gifts. Yeah. So me too. It's like, it's just like a, a thing of fulfillment that I was like, I, I'm given. I feel good doing that. And then, of course, serving can be fun sometimes, but all the time it's fun. I think it's, sometimes it can be fun. Sometimes it can be fun, fun. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you enjoy it more than others, but more than anything, it, it still can bring you joy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, cool. uh, like, Wow, you know how I, so we have a thing at church camp where we, people don't want to do um, logistics, which is like garbage and all that. So it's like doing all the garbage cans, cleaning everything. Like you, you can make fun out of it. You just got to make fun out of things. Yeah. To, oh, for sure. Yeah. So it's cool. Was that was that the was that your ten list? I got one more to add there, but is that your yeah, ten? Yeah. Yeah. The, the the last one I would add to it, because um, most of the ones actually you had is what I would have said. Um, some of my I wasn't thinking of, but like any of the ones I said, you kind of covered. I was talking about this in the Wednesday night small group that I was in. What I've noticed, um, if I'm going through a funk, if I'm going mm-hmm. through anxiety, if I'm going through depression, if I'm going through a challenging time, um, prayer time helps. Uh, you know, speaking to somebody else, reaching out, having them encourage me or, you know, just being a sounding board. But the other thing that I found really fascinating that has helped me more times than not is if I'm going through something, if I'm stressing out, if I can slow down my life just a little bit and go pay for someone's meal, um, you know, pray for somebody who's hurting, um, you know, maybe help somebody who is homeless on the streets, whatever it is. It really helps bring me out of my own junk. Um, it, you know, reestablishes perspective, right? There's that recalibration, if you will, of like, okay, like this is not as big of a deal. Like there's a lot of people that are worse off. It, it, you know, sets me more sound of like getting outside of my own stuff. Like, you know, being the victim, pitying myself. I'm like, hey, dude, like it's okay, you know? And so... I think serving does that. I think it, it can, you know, be that that opportunity that prevents you from wallowing in your own stuff that, uh, you know, it, it's funny because I'm, I'm not saying you serve for the benefit, but I do think there's more benefits to serving than what you actually give. Like I personally believe oh, yeah. as long as, as like you're in obedience and you're in balance, like we talked about earlier, that you actually um, – get more than you give and also we have like scriptural principles about like hey obeying god and serving god and him recognizing us in heaven and him rewarding us for for that faithfulness so yeah i mean that's that's really the heart the heart of of serving right like this is uh you know to to wrap up and i'll kind of give you the final thought here matt i i think you know don't over serve um don't underserve. if there's a season i get it but like make sure that you know, if God's calling you to serve and he's giving you that release to like start helping out, help pray for discernment or, or clarity of maybe where you should be serving. Um, and just 
serve with a joyful heart. I mean, any, any final thoughts for, from you, Matt? You know, my biggest thing is, is that Christ served and we're supposed to be Christ-like. So we just got to serve the way he did. I mean, he would do everything. He washed people's feet even. So we just got to do things that we're called to do. And mm-hmm. I mean, God was called to do that or Jesus was called to do that. So he could show us that we are called to do everything as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, he he led. He he's the the ultimate leader. That an example. Yeah. Yeah, that he did it before us, and he did it for the disciples. Right, With disciples talking about like, hey, who's the greatest? And he's like, dude, like, we're here to serve. Like, this is this we're is what all, it's about. We're so. all equal, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the eyes of God, like we're we're all we're all his uh, kids, you know. Like he, yeah, he wants I'm, us I'm to down come here to him. on Donald's list, and Donald's up here. <laughs> Whatever. <know? laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I you know we appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, once again, make sure to subscribe on YouTube, uh, follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We actually have some new gear coming out in the next, probably sometime in September. Uh, a new drop with some sweet designs. I think we need to do it limited. Yeah, we might. We I I think I might do this one limited. Yeah, especially because it's a cool spoken word coming out with one of the shirts called Shine. It's pretty dope. So, but thank you guys for for listening. Uh, we will see you next week, and uh, God bless you guys. See ya. <laughs>